0: hello everyone i'm your host chloe madeline and welcome to the behind her mind podcast here we deep dive on all things health fitness lifestyle and everything in between the intention is to inspire to entertain and to empower Join me as I unpack life and navigate my 20s, all whilst trying to live a purpose-driven, authentic, real, and unfiltered life full of the highs, the lows, the yesses, and the no's. If you're ready to chat the inner workings of a 20-something's mind, you're in the right place. Let's get chatting. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast This is so, so surreal, and it's going to sound super freaking cliche, but this has been a very long time coming. The thought of doing this has probably been in my mind for well over 12 months now. Um, The actual equipment has been sitting in the box for maybe six months now. It's just been one of those things where I was stuck in the whole wait for the right moment headspace and you know what, there was never going to be a right moment. So I set a date to have the first episode released, which was the 29th of May, because having a date set to me and kind of publicly announcing that date made me feel almost like I couldn't not do it then. And obviously you guys are listening to this in June and it's no longer May. So I got sick. (laughs) So I've been sick for maybe two weeks now after I coincidentally joked about taking a sick day from work. And yeah, I've been sporting a very husky voice for two weeks now, and I didn't really want to begin a podcast on that foot. So here we are today. I am recording this on Sunday, the 4th of June, and you all will be listening on Monday, the 5th of June. I'm happy you're here. I'm happy to be here. It's all finally happening. So today's episode is just a little get to know the pod, get to know me briefly. I'd love to say it will be short and sweet, but I do know how to talk. So this could potentially end up being half an hour, but we will see how we go. So first things first, the reason for beginning a podcast from my um, train of thought, I personally love podcasts so much. I listen to them nonstop. I listen to them when I'm training at the gym, which I know is very odd. I listen to them when I'm driving places. I listen to them when I'm cooking my food. I listen to them literally whenever I can. I honestly sometimes listen to them more. Actually, I probably do listen to them more than I listen to music. Um, So my personal love for podcasts kind of like kickstarted the thought of like, oh, maybe I could do a podcast. Maybe I could somehow bring myself into that realm. Um, I did have a dispute, a mental dispute with myself between whether I wanted to do YouTube or whether I wanted to do podcasting. Um, I know you can do both and I know I could still do YouTube if I wanted to do YouTube, but there are some issues potentially with doing YouTube in that I, there are parts of my life that I can't necessarily film. Um, I still work a full-time government based job and that I can't film whatsoever. I can't even really necessarily talk about it, so I feel like if I was to do YouTube I would be like kind of skipping a whole aspect of my life and I just I don't think it would give a an accurate representation of what a YouTube video would portray for instance. So podcasting it is. I also didn't necessarily want to niche down into like one specific category and be like sanctioned by that category. So I know like on my Instagram, for instance, I'm very health and fitness focused. I'm very bodybuilding focused. It's all about kind of my journey, my online coaching, my journey to the stage, all those kinds of things. Um, this podcast will cover a lot of that, but it'll also cover a bit of like mindsets and personal topic, well-being and lifestyle aspects. Um, basically, just a mixed bag, really. And then, obviously, another reason why it took a little bit of time for me to get started is the actual planning for the podcast i didn't realize how much harder it was than i had originally thought i just thought you know you come up with a name you buy a microphone and you sit down and you start talking there is so much more that went into it that i thought and just like choosing the name so that the name didn't kind of like niche me down into a category choosing like the branding side of things the color scheme the instagram page for the podcast um the structure of a podcast, actually getting it set up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, the whole like RSS feed thing that I had to learn all about, GarageBand that I'm using to record this thing on is a lot harder than I thought it was. Um, I had my microphone and then I realized I needed headphones and there's just this whole saga to get this actual thing up and running. So that is basically it. Like we are up and running. And to cut an already long story short and to tie things back to the whole waiting for the right moment mindset, it was very much a process of getting out of my own head and just doing the thing. I know that in um, six months time from now, I will probably look back on this very first episode and be very embarrassed. I know that in a year's time from now, my growth from today's episode to that episode a year from now will be night and day indifference. There's that saying that goes, if you're not embarrassed by your first attempt or your first product, or um, in my case, your first episode, later on down the track, then you almost waited too long. Um, And that is literally my headspace summed up. So we are doing the thing. I'm recording a freaking podcast. So crazy. So moving forward, I know that this first episode is a bit all over the place. I didn't really have like a... Structure per se for this first episode. It was just going to be introducing the podcast, introducing my why behind this podcast, introducing how the podcast was going to be set up moving forward, giving a little brief about me section. And that was pretty much all I had planned for today. But I did want to have some structure into my podcast episodes on a weekly basis without making it like a structured speech. So I have kind of been playing around with what. Segments I could have in each of my podcast episodes and I have come up with three and I know that that sounds like a lot but bear with me firstly in each episode I will begin with like a weekly recap of my past week because obviously I record on a Sunday you guys listen on a Monday so I'll be able to recap the week that was what has happened in my world over the past week what the plan is moving forward into the new week if I have any events coming up if I have any Health and fitness updates, all that jazz, and I also do want to give a little bit of a high and low of the week that was. The second segment, if you will, of the podcast will just be the body of the episode. So it'll be whatever topic it is that the podcast is about, whoever the guest speaker is, whatever. If it's a Q and A, the questions and answers, etc. And then my third little segment, right before we sign out for the episode, will just be like one weekly recommendation takeaway. Or tip from me to you it could literally be anything it might be something so simple like I don't know a a TV show on Netflix or it might be like I've had some massive revelation in my life and I've come away with like something that I wish I knew ten years ago or it might be something like I don't know tip my tip for last week is don't neglect deloads when you're training for instance at the current point in time, it's literally just gonna be one episode a week. As I said earlier, I'm still working a full-time job, I still do online coaching in addition to the full-time job, and I also am studying at university full-time. So time is not of the essence to me. So it'll just be one weekly episode recorded on a Sunday for me, released on a Monday for the time being. Um, at the moment, too, it'll just be like solo episodes. I'll be the only one talking. You'll have my voice in your ear on a Monday morning. But it'll like go back and forth between potentially like a Q&A episode where I will reach out to my Instagram and open up the box for questions or it'll be like a solo topic episode. I do eventually want to get guest speakers to begin with on like a monthly basis. And then obviously as time progresses, that can, the frequency can increase. And then further down the track, once I either find some more time in my day or I have a better schedule or things just aren't as hectic. I do eventually want to potentially do a podcast maybe three times a fortnight. So it'll be like one a week plus the extra third one or potentially even bi-weekly. So like on a Monday morning, it'll be released and then maybe like a Thursday morning or a Friday morning or something like that. But all of that is future stuff not to worry about now. For now, it's literally just me sitting down on a Sunday, chatting away, released on a Monday morning. And that will happen weekly I do have a whole list of topics that I want to chat about I have a whole list of ideas and concepts and all that jazz so it's not just me like getting to a Sunday and trying to work out what I want to chat about but yeah that is how the podcast is gonna be structured for future episodes and now for the fun stuff a little bit about me so it actually When I sat down to kind of like put dot points into like this about me section, it was actually a lot harder than I thought it would be. It's hard to talk about yourself. And I know this because every time you do like a job interview and they go, Tell us about yourself, it's like, what do you even say? Like I'm just a human. (laughs) But about me. Growing up, just a standard household I'd say. I had my mum, my dad, I have a sister. And I grew up on acreage with animals very stock standard very small family in comparison very in my own little world I didn't quite like realize that people had such extended families outside of my own family I didn't have like massive amounts of cousins and aunties and uncles and like my sister and I are very close in age so I didn't have nieces I don't have nephews it was just like mum dad me and my sister and then all of our animals I wouldn't say I grew up necessarily like as a standard child like I didn't have the whole you go to preschool you go to primary school Monday to Friday and then you have like sleepovers with your friends on the weekends or you do like dance or gymnastics or I don't know soccer football all those kinds of things I grew up in a horsey family so my dad was a harness racing um trainer and jockey or driver as you would call it My mum grew up riding horses. Um, She stopped when she was about 25, 26. And so my sister and I were born into a household where we grew up riding horses too. I um, began riding horses when I was 18 months old. Um, I sat on my very first pony. His name was Scruffy. He was the household, the household, the family pony. He um, began with my nana and then passed down to my older cousin then to me then to my sister so we all grew up learning how to ride on him he was the devil he was just like like bless his soul just the epitome of a shetland if if you know you know kind of situation he would just like be trotting along and like being so little and being on him you would just be like you'd have no balance you'd have no grip and he would just duck his head to the grass and you would just go tumbling off the front the amount of times that I fell off that pony character building so yeah I grew up riding horses so I guess my weekends and my childhood was a little bit different to like your normal childhood I spent my weekends at horse competitions so Monday to Friday I'd be at primary school or preschool however old I was and then saturdays and sundays pretty much from february to like november were spent at a horse competition my whole life essentially revolved around horses i as i grew up i obviously transitioned from horse to horse i got bigger horses as i got bigger myself i got more advanced horses as i got more advanced myself um besides horse riding though i was not a sporty child in school i was the least sporty child in the my family. I would take a six day every time we had a sports carnival at school. I would opt to do like study instead of like the hour after school sports that everyone else did. I just do the study period. I was very academic growing up, and the only sport per se that I did was horse riding. I did branch out a little when I got to high school and I did do dance, but still like zero sport. I didn't do any athletics, I didn't do ball sports, I didn't do team sports, I didn't do, I just, I can't run, I don't have any hand-eye coordination, I can't catch a ball, I just, just sucked at all of that and I just excelled at academic. Primary school for me was very normal I'd say, I went to one primary school from grade one to grade three and then I moved to a more of a country primary school from grade four to seven Um, as my mum moved jobs in that period um, I didn't really nothing stands out to me in primary school as being like a milestone or a major like life event that happened for me I was just very academic I wanted to be the best at everything I wanted to win everything when it came to academia I wanted to get the highest scores I wanted to be finished first I wanted to go above and beyond I would I mean you could call me the teacher's pet really that was me in a nutshell. I just, I wanted to be the best and I didn't care. I had zero care factor for anything to do with sports. Um, and then obviously, as I said, when I got to high school, I branched out and I did dance, but I still just did dance and horse riding. I didn't do any of the other sports, but thankfully for me, dance happened at the same time as all the other sports did. So I didn't have to like choose during high school though. I do remember getting bullied a bit but I also don't think I necessarily helped my situation when it came to that I lived for fitting in I lived for trying to be like everyone else I didn't want to stand out I didn't want to be someone that people knew I basically my high school was very clicky it was very we had those typical groups, we had the jocks, we had the, and I know, that sounds very American, but that was literally what my high school was like. We had the dance group, we had the nerds that did math and science, and then we had the footy boys, and then we had like the quote-unquote weird group, and I didn't necessarily fit into a specific category because I was a dancer, so I technically fit into that category with the dance girls, but then I also was part of like the nerdy group because i was doing the math b the math c the, the physics the biology the chemistry and i was a stem kid basically and i just lived every single day to fit in and to not stand out but then the type of person i was and what i was doing was like not allowing me to do so so i didn't really fit into any typical high school groups and i think now being what like seven years out of high school i am not friends not close friends with a single person from high school and that pretty much happened from the get go like as soon as we graduated as soon as like schoolies happened i just branched off and went off onto my own again nothing really necessarily stands out in high school as being like a major life event or you know something that like characterized me as a child I'm just popping in for a moment here as I edit this to say that there is one major thing that I would say somewhat shaped me into the person I am today that happened throughout high school. Um, I don't mention it in this part here though because I'm going to do a whole episode on it in the future. It is in relation to disordered eating and my history basically with eating. Um, I just wanted to add that in there. Um, I did go on a massive trip at the end of year 11 to Africa. I was part of a group of about a hundred school students that travelled over to Tanzania in Africa for about twenty eight days or something like that. And we basically volunteered our time to build schools, run a athletics carnival, um, help out at the orphanage. We just it was I think had I had a different personality and had I been a bit more I'm doing air quotes, but a bit more of a brat of a child or a bit more spoilt or a bit more, um kind of blindsided to what the world's like I think that Africa trip would have done me a whole lot more than it actually did um, but I definitely did take a lot away from it I um it's very eye opening to go to a location like that that is far less privileged than we are over here but they are far more happier than we are over here um the school children were just like happy to run around in the sun whereas we would complain about the sun over here as just a really quick example the only thing else I can think of with high school is that I never really knew what I wanted to do throughout high school I was never that kid that just grew up knowing I want to be a doctor or I want to be a teacher or I want to be a you know whatever I the first time I ever had a thought of what I wanted to do was when I was in preschool and it was something so silly like a postman or a fairy or something ridiculous and then I just never thought about it the entire And then as a result of that, I just, I didn't know what to do in high school and what subjects to choose to facilitate where I wanted to go after high school. So my whole thought process in high school was literally do the STEM subjects because that's what gets you the better OP if you can do well in them and then figure it out after that. And I did that. I did the two math subjects, the three science subjects, graduated with an OP, And then hope to God that once I had graduated, it would just come to me and I'd be applying for university degrees and I'd choose the right one and that would be it. And my friends, that did not happen because I am still in university seven years later and have not completed a degree. I will come back to the university thing. And I'm coming back to the university thing right now because as I'm editing this podcast, I've come to the realization that I missed the entire period of my university life and I'm gonna add it in now um I just completely overlooked that whole aspect of my life so here goes as I said I just hoped that I would work out what I wanted to do I think my problem I mean it's not necessarily a problem but the problem I face is that I was never good at just the one subject or the one area of schooling and then I feel like sometimes when you're really really good at one area of schooling and not that you're necessarily bad at everything else but if you're just really good at that one thing it just makes sense to do that in university or in your career after school and i just never had that one thing that i really excelled at above everything else um so when i graduated high school i and after a darker period of time which i go into in a further part of this podcast i jumped straight into university because i didn't want to take a gap year. And I just kind of did what made sense to what I did in school. So I jumped straight into a Bachelor of Biomedical Science. I did that for a year, didn't love it, didn't hate it, tried something else. I then did a Bachelor of Criminology, I believe. Again, didn't love it, didn't hate it. So tried something else. I think I then went to like a Bachelor of Law, didn't love it, didn't hate it, tried something else, went to a Bachelor of Business combined with Law. Same thing, went back to Law. Um, and then I think I went back to maybe law combined with science and basically ever since 2017 and my first year of university I've just been back and forth between science degrees, law degrees, criminology degrees and it's I, I don't hate any of them. I just haven't found that like true calling or that passion because I have like one part of me really loves law and justice and criminology. Another part of me really loves the science, the health, the fitness, the bodybuilding, that kind of thing and it's like trying to find something that like fits everything that I love into one thing um I still don't quite know if I've got that figured out yet but I am currently studying a bachelor of law and a bachelor of behavioral science which is psychology and I think that really ties it allows me to have the law side and then it also allows me to have the psychology side which can be applied to my health my fitness my bodybuilding and all of that side of things Um, so that's my little university additional extra into this podcast that I forgot to add into because we are only learning how to podcast as we speak so back to where I was but I do want to chat about what happened at the end of year 12 I I think it was like between term three and term four and I was just gearing up to do all my year 12 exams like my final ones and as I said earlier I was a horse person I grew up riding horses I had horses literally from 18 months old until as of I mean I still technically have a horse now. Um I had a horse called Bossy. He I had him from about 2012 to 2016. I graduated high school in 2016, which is where this comes into play. He was the naughtiest horse I've ever had. He was unpredictable, he was spontaneous, he was A terror at times he was sometimes even dangerous um but sometimes he was really good sometimes he was the dream horse he was just you couldn't pick what day what you were getting on what day but for some reason I kept going at him I persevered every time someone told me to sell him I would say nope he's my horse he's my hard horse and then in year 12 I believe it was the night of a year 12 awards night and I had driven home from school and I saw him in the paddock and he didn't seem a hundred percent. I called out to my mom and she came running out and he had what's called colic. If you're a horsey person, you'll know what colic is, but like briefly, it's a pain, very, very, very briefly pain in the stomach. It can be very, very minor and they can just come out of it really easily or it can be very severe and it can lead to a surgical and then worst case scenario is they have to be put to sleep. So I guess you just don't think that the worst case scenario is going to happen when something like that presents to you. And I just think you don't 100% fully understand the impact an animal has on you. And unless you're a person with animals as pets, they do like They're they're one of your family, really. So that night I went away to the awards night and I just thought, you know, I'll come home and he'll be fine. He just needed to walk it off. He had the needle that they get and my mum was going to be with him and everything was going to be fine. And you just don't think that death is going to be the outcome. And then, so I went away to the... I think I'm going to get emotional. (laughs) And I mean, this just kind of proves how much of an impact animals can have on you because I mean how many years has it been now like seven seven years later and I'm still gonna I'm about to cry on my first episode of this podcast so I went away to the awards night and I came back and it was like I I remember it so vividly I and the reason this will all make sense why I'm telling you the story because it kind of all ties back into like where I am today and why I joined the gym and how bodybuilding kind of like helped me out of this dark place I went out for food after this awards night with some friends and I remember and I got this message from mum and it was like what time are you going to be home and I mean it's not common it's not uncommon sorry for mum to have messaged me and say like asking what time I was going to be home because I was later than what like an awards night would go for and I just didn't think anything of it I was just like oh you know I'll be home soon we're just eating dinner it's all fine and then that was that so drove home And I walked in and I feel like when you're about to get bad news or when something bad's about to happen, you just feel the energy shift and you just know something's not right because it was dark. I didn't quite see, like I couldn't check the paddock for him. And because we had stables, he would have been up in the stable anyway. So I literally like so naive and just drove down the driveway, you know, not even expecting to have a conversation about it. It was just going to be like, he's fine. He's in the stable. Like he's eating dinner. Everything's fine. And I walked inside and my mum sat me down on the um, couch. And she just, like, she didn't even have to say anything. She was just like, I'm so sorry. Oh, I can't believe I'm crying. <laughs> um, and I just remember, I'm going to have to stop this for a second, come back. Fun fact, I'm actually a very emotional person. But yeah, I just it just never returned to what it was for me having ridden horses from 18 months old till I don't know you're about 17 in high school like that is a long time that is 15 and a half years of my 17 years of life at that point Um, and I went into such a dark place for six months after that I remember it was like a week before my massive exams like year 12 massive exams the end of year 12 exams and I Like, my best friend stayed over that night because mum had already pre-warned her that this was happening. I remember mum calling all my teachers and they literally, bless their souls, gave me kind of like a free pass and they would just like take my OP based on my first three terms of um, marks and they told me that I didn't have to come in and do exams and me being the stubborn person I am still went in and did my exams. Although I literally just sat there, wrote my name and cried i remember going into my classes for two weeks straight and just i didn't even have to think about it i just cried i just i couldn't stop crying and then the issue with where we lived is that the house was at the back of the property and every time you drove out you had to go down the like 250 meter driveway and drive past his paddock every single time and i remember i didn't even like obviously my sister has horses too and i i couldn't even touch a horse i couldn't even Look at a horse I had to turn around all the pictures I had of him in my room. I couldn't talk about it. I couldn't. I literally couldn't do anything and I got into this really dark, dark place. I you know, failed my exams. I didn't talk to anyone. I stopped doing any kind of sport or movement. I ate really poorly, if at all. Um I drank a lot. I I remember going out every single weekend and just getting blackout drunk like to the point that I couldn't even tell you now what i did on those weekends what i said who i saw it was just a very very dark place and i would never wish that feeling upon anyone and i mean you can take how emotional i am today just speaking about it as a reflection of how much that time impacted me as a person and then a little like light opened up at the end of the tunnel in about six months after that I found my current horse and it was by super, it was like such a big coincidence. It was like two bad scenarios combined to make a good one. So I had my situation with bossy where I'd lost him really suddenly. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I've lost horses before. I've had horses pass away on me before, but they had been from old age or had been from things that I had seen coming. Bossy was like, he was so young. He was like 12 years old and in horse years they generally on average live to about 23 to 26 and you just didn't see it coming so that happened and then family friends of ours had a major death in their family unrelated and so they had a horse that she no longer rode and then obviously my situation with bossy and it was just like I got six months down the track and I was like, you know what? Like I need to pull myself out of this dark place that I was in. I needed to find some sort of purpose again. I needed to do something with my life. I needed to get back into university. I needed to get back into healthy eating and healthy living and stop drinking and stop writing myself off every week. And so two bad things led to me owning my current horse, which is Duke and I don't think I would have come out of that dark place without him coupled with the bodybuilding which is I'll get to that. But I remember the first time I took Duke out for a competition and like no one had seen me for those 6 months, I just dropped off the face of the earth. And for those that know horse terminology, I got up the center line of a dressage test on Duke and I did my final salute to the judges and I just cried and my mom cried. And everyone around me watching cried and the judges cried. And it was just like this, like, she's back moment. But also, like, I still felt like it wasn't 100% based on, I don't know. There's just something about that situation that it just never returned to normal, no matter, like, what horse I rode. Um, And I'm still getting emotional. (laughs) So, anyways, I continued riding Duke for... So I got him in 2017 and I only stopped riding him at the end of last year. So the end of 2022. So had him for 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 and 22. He's still alive and kicking. My sister just rides him now. Lots of circumstances led me to deciding to stop horse riding altogether. Hugely because of just the realisation that it just never was the same after Bossy passed away. And I think like you just get older you get busier other things take priority I got back into so much at once after getting myself out of that dark place I got back into university I got back into full time work and I joined a gym for the first time and I think just the accumulation of so many different things you only have 24 hours in, in a day And horse riding is very time specific. Like you can't just necessarily ride at any time of the day. I had to ride when the sun was up, which meant I had to get home from work and ride straight after work. But then I also wanted to be able to go to the gym and then I also needed time to study. And then I eventually got a full-time job that was a nine to five. So sometimes when you got into the winter months, 5 p.m. it was already dark. So it just didn't work. And ultimately that led me to making that decision. But back to finding gym. So I joined a gym post the situation with bossy passing away I needed something to focus on and I was so unhappy in general but I was also unhappy within myself physically and I was probably unhappy with myself physically prior to bossy occurring but I think it was really emphasized after bossy occurred because I was drinking every single week and I was getting blackout drunk I was not unable to remember what even happened I was eating poorly and then when I wasn't eating I wasn't eating at all um and I just had no structure in life and I had no purpose and I just needed that thing to focus on and I grasped onto it and I like haven't let go since so I found the gym but I was a very typical first time gym goer especially as a female I was a cardio bunny. I only went late at night because I had this fear that everyone in the gym was judging me. So I'd try and avoid the times that people were even there. Zero direction. I would just like Google workouts to do, or I would follow whatever the latest influencer was doing on Instagram, or I would just use a booty band and I don't know, do crab walks down the bloody laneway or, you know, just super directionless and zero purpose, but I was doing something. And that's kind of what mattered to me at the time. I needed that thing to kind of pull me out. So I did that for about a year by myself. And then it came to that realization that most people do when they go, I'm not making any real progress in general. Like I'm, I mean, I was literally doing nothing about my nutrition. I was just eating whatever I wanted, but I had that extra added gym into my life. And then I found my first coach in 2018. I spent a year with him as a general population client, and then I watched him compete in his show. And that sparked my love and passion for bodybuilding. And then I attempted to prep, I attempted to compete twice. I tried in 2020 under that same coach and then COVID hit. So my show was canceled at six weeks out I tried a gang in 2021 for my show to be cancelled again, but this time it was about 12 weeks out so it wasn't as detrimental and then I finally attempted a third time at competing under a different coach in 2022 and I successfully did so and came out with a 10th in the wellness division in WBFF. I will go into the bodybuilding side of things. In another episode, I think, because I will talk more about that and do like a little update on where I am at right now. But that is a little bit slash a lot because I feel like I've been talking for half an hour now about me. Moving right along, now that I've spoken and rambled on about myself, what's to come with this podcast? I have, as I said earlier, I have lots of ideas, I have lots of topics, I have lots of categories I want to chat about. I have so many different types of episodes I want to do, like interactive episodes where you guys write in your dilemmas or ask for advice or your questions. Um, I have update episodes I want to do where I talk about my training, my nutrition, my prep whenever I start prep, my um, general health and fitness, all those things. I have lots of solo topic-based episodes, health and fitness, well-being, lifestyle, mindset, whatever's coming up for me at that time eventually guest speakers, literally so many ideas and I just needed to start and I'm starting. So that is where I'm going to wrap up today's little introduction episode for now. I do apologize again for getting emotional, but I guess that just like, as I said, emphasizes how much one life event can kind of like shape you into the person you are today and kind of send you down a different trage- trajectory of your life. I don't think, like obviously I would never wish that situation upon anyone. I would never wish a death upon anyone. But I also don't think I would have found this level and this depth of passion and love for bodybuilding had I had that not happened. Um, I may have found the gym, like that may have happened. I'm sure a lot of people get into their health and fitness in one way or another. But I just don't think I would have grasped onto it as much as I did had I not had that situation happen leaving me in that dark place and then leaving me wanting to pull myself out of said dark place. So yeah, that is it from me today. I hope you guys enjoyed this first episode. I can't wait to see where I can take this podcast in the future and I will be in your ears next Monday. And that is a wrap for today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Behind Her Mind podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, a follow and a review on whichever platform you are listening from would mean the absolute world. For guest and topic suggestions, and to keep up to date with all things Behind Her Mind, please come and connect with us on Instagram at Behind Her Mind Pod. I will be in your ears again next Monday, so stay tuned.